This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're listening to the Scarf Bagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Oh, oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I'm wasting all my life for that! What a screamer! Hello and welcome to the Courtyard Club call on Monday. Oh, no, it's not that one. No, it's not that one. <laughs> It's it's the I've waited all week for that show from the Garth Bagara War or the County Podcast. Evening, everybody. Um, you will notice that there is no Nick this week or now or this this show. Um, he's he can't make it tonight. I hope everything's okay with him. Um, and Isaiah Kite's not going to be here tonight either. Although he might make an appearance. We never know. Depends what buttons I'm pressing, doesn't it? <laughs> um. So, yeah, so tonight we're, we're going to talk about MK Dons for a bit, the match on Saturday. By the way, I'm here. I'm Waggy. Hello. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to introduce you in a second. Oh, uh, right. Okay. Oh, okay. No, 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 but, do you know what? I've, I've told a lot. I wasn't going to introduce you because I just thought, well, you're just here now, aren't you? You're just part of the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm delighted to be joined by Waggy. Um, Thank you. Who's become a regular now. Um, so, yeah. And then about quarter past... Ish, I think we're going to be joined by Tim from Fearless and Devotion, uh, the Wrexham podcast. Uh, they were the ones that got overlooked for the uh, for the Welcome to Wrexham documentary. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are you going to mention that then? Yeah, we'll have a chat about that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did, did he get overlooked? Yeah. Um, absolutely. Um, so we'll chat to him all about the game on Saturday. Um, the, the Biggest game the in football game... history ever. Apparently. Yeah, the one ever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but there's no rivalry. <laughs> well, we'll talk about all that. Is it a rivalry? Yeah. Is it the biggest game ever? I mean, when we when I posted that uh, from the Twitter account, that was in jest. That was from what Ryan had said. Left bollocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people, some people bit that as well. Some people bit that. Um. So please get involved. Start uh, commenting. Get involved and and. Have your say, and we'll read out all the best ones. We've got some admin to do before we uh, before we kick off. 
Um, tell everybody the Chelwood Food Bank. So we mentioned this last week. The Chelwood Food Bank are going to be at Edgeley Park on Saturday, um, taking co- collections for the food bank. Um, so really important if you've got anything spare, if you can spare anything, please do take it along on Saturday. Um, you can donate it at the grassy knoll next to the Cheadle and Turnstiles between 1 p.m. and 2.50 p.m., um, which I think is where the co-op usually stand, is it? Is that where they usually stand and sell calendars and things? Yeah, I think they stand to the to the left of the grassy knoll, sort of more next to the furthest turnstiles for the Cheadle end, don't they? That's where they normally stand in that little yeah. bit there. Yeah. So that's where they'll be. Uh, so Chelwood Food Bank, uh, they support Atwood, Edgeley and Brinnington. Um, and they have food banks along... Um, with the olive branch dropping on Castle Street as well. So they donate items if you can, please. Um, and I'm going to read this out as well, see if I can get this right without doing it, without messing up. So they particularly need full-fat UHT milk, jam, tea bags, coffee, pasta, curry sauce, rice, spaghetti, biscuits, crisps, chickpeas, dried lentils, sugar, tin fruit and cordial, cleaning and toiletries, bleach, tin foil, washing powder, mouthwash and hair conditioner. You got any air conditioner in your house, Waggy? For you, uh, I've got loads of it. I don't use it. You know, <laughs> every Christmas you get a ball of air conditioner. Gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she gets put on the side. I'm building a castle out of it all. A fort. Yeah. <laughs> Either um, that or it'll be out of date. Yeah, yeah. What, what happens to out of date conditioner? Hair conditioner? Does, does it does it go out of date? I don't know. No, I don't know either. I don't use it. Um, so, yeah, that's the uh, Chelwood Food Bank Plus. And I'll mention that again at the end as well, just for people that maybe have missed the start. Um, okay, then, what's happened this week in uh, County? Uh, we went to a franchise and we beat the franchise in a excellent empty stadium. Yes, we did. It was a good stadium, though, wasn't it? To be fair, it was good. Yeah, I'd say it was. It was impressive. Uh, it looked. It didn't look like your normal sort of uh, pre-packed uh, stadium from the outside. Thought it looked pretty decent. All the seats were padded. That was that was that was nice. Um, yeah, I thought. Yeah, the actual stadium itself and everything was uh, could be easily championship. Maybe a push. Probably say Premier League. Yeah. Um it's probably better than some of the some of the stadiums in the Premier League, but it's just yeah, um Claire says there it's too big for them. Uh I don't think that we, I could ever see them filling it unless they give um uh, 15,000 to away fans when they if they did get up to like championship or whatever. Um but yeah, it was yeah, it was good, but it was just uh, they were uh, again there was no atmosphere whatsoever from them. Even they scored, cheered, sat down, and that was it. There yeah. was nothing at all from them. And they as well, the, the announcer didn't announce any. Didn't announce our goals. They only announced their goals, which I just see that's just part and parcel of um, every stadium. Every stadium that I, that I can think of that have been in. Even away away games is that you announce all the goals, home or mm. away. 
So that was just a bit a bit weird. And yeah, and then he announced at the beginning that all the players had been called to the tunnel by the referee. Why? Why why did we need to know that? I've never heard that before. I know. What is is that not just modern day building up the game? I, I get the feeling that if it was a nighttime game, they'd have flashing lights and things, which I mean, you can go for that if you want, but it's not my bag. But <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like Wolves do. Wolves yeah. do that at the start, don't they? Wolves have, have yeah, City right. do it as well, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. It just seemed, I, I could, yeah, maybe if you, you're trying to build up the atmosphere and stuff, but that's all he said. And then it was like a five minute break of him not saying anything. And then it was like, and here come the teams. MK Don's your team coming out brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a bit weird. Some of the it um, was a bit weird. Some of the comments coming through, Claire Jeffs. Oh, not we've already done that one. It was uh, where, oh, there we go. One. This one, this one, this one, this one. Uh, just went to tick a ground off my list. That's why. I, that's why I went. That was the only reason I went is to tick it off. Um, and I'm on to I'm on to ground number seventy two now, which I'm I'm quite I'm quite yeah. You with. said that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Are they all the seventy-two clubs that you've been to? Then are they all still league clubs, or are they? Oh, no, it's a massive mixture. I mean, Spurs and Spurs and Southampton are on there. White Hart Lane and the Dell—they're demolished. Right. Okay. All the gates on right. there demolished. So, right. Um, it's a, it's just a it's just a mixture. There's a there's a there's a um, what are they called Orlando's old ground that's now demolished is on there because I went to watch an Orlando game when I was in the US. So, right. So just a mixture, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, cheers. You sound really, uh, into, you know, really impressed by that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a discussion. We had a discussion about it, didn't we? You say that you, it's now you know able to pay for the same app. So I'm just like, well, I can't yes, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not paying yeah. for it. <laughs> no, don't blame you. Don't blame I'm you. interested, but I'm not that interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If only there was a free app that did that. Um, the setup of that stadium was fantastic. Inviting us into the family day was a nice touch too. The hotel rooms overlooking the pitch were a nice touch. That's Tom Katanak. Cheers, mate. Uh, new subscriber to Patreon is John, uh, Tom Katanak. Cheers for that as well, mate. I really appreciate it. Yeah, those hotel. You know, you know a bit about these hotel rooms, don't you, Waggy? Or do you? Well, they would. Yeah, it was on the left hand side of where we were sat. There was no actual. You couldn't physically get out, but you could see there was a there was a corridor, glass corridor all the way around, and you could see the rooms behind it. Um, and you can actually, st- I believe you can stay there um, even on match days. So you could probably, you know, just stand outside and watch it for free. But well, for free, it's probably, it's a double tree Hilton in it. So it's going to be about 150 <laughs> quid a night. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go down, what, pay 150 quid so I can watch the match for free. <laughs> yeah. There's probably people who have rooms in there who are gutted that there's a match on thinking I've booked a nice hotel room here and I've yeah. got a, they've got the bloody night. Well, there was no noise, was there? Um, I quite, I quite like the idea though of if we ever play them again, which we probably will do, that um, go down and get a hotel room for a couple of nights and then watch watch it from the side. That, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty cool. That. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 It would be. Yeah. Because again, I, I suppose it'd be like, in a way, it'd be like the old, um, the old county before we got to Cheedland with the the old pop side because it does run the full length of the pitch so depending which way we're shooting we can go and stand at that end of the wind <laughs> just look out the window at it really what you mean like going to other, other people's rooms no no because there's a corridor oh. so there's the room oh, there the a corridor and then there's right, yeah there's glass yeah yeah no oh, you're right. not directly into the rooms so right i thought he was gonna I thought he was like walking to the end room and knocking on and going can i come and yeah knock on excuse me 
<laughs> Can I watch the match from here? <laughs> I brought some cans. I'm getting some prices around. Oh, look at this. 80 quid a night, Friday night, or 64 quid if you booked on the day where the fixtures were announced. That's not bad, really, is it? No, that's not bad at all, that. Yeah. Obviously not a very busy hotel, like the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point, good point. Um, and we obviously, yeah, two really good goals on Saturday. We won't talk about them. They're on the cl uh, Courtyard Club call. We spoke about them in depth. Um, what I did do today, though, I weirdly enough got contacted by a Euro News podcast to talk about Louis Barry and his loan spell with us and, and things like that. So that, I've retweeted it from our podcast account. I've, give that a listen. I'm on there for, I don't know, 15, 10, 15 minutes, uh, bigging up Barry. But one thing I did say was that move for that second goal, sorry, the first goal, uh, the move for the first goal was absolutely top notch when it. The way I don't, I don't yeah. know if you've noticed it and watched it back, but he he sort of followed the defenders out a bit, wait till they weren't looking, and the time was right for Torre, and then just spun in, didn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> I just thought that was top notch. Um, but yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he said, I thought he had one of his quieter games. Um, that he's had an account shirt, but as you say, that's the sign of a good player is that you can be a bit anon anonymous and then turn up with the goods. Yes. Um, so let's hope he's turning up with the goods on Saturday. Speaking of which, um, our guest is backstage. Shall we get him out? Go on then. <laughs> so, um, opposition in review. Welcome, Tim from Fearless in Devotion. Hey, mate, you okay? Yeah, you? Yeah, not bad. You not did, bad. Tim? Feels like... Good, yeah, good. Feels like we're not seeing you for ages. I know. It feels like uh, it feels like we went on a nice sort of you know when you have like a break in a long relationship <laughs> to rekindle it, <laughs> and then you reappear. And go, you know what? I didn't quite appreciate you at the time, but I do now. <laughs> I think I remember coming on on the Fearless and Devotion podcast after we got promoted. I think Andy Cannon had signed for you, so you asked me to come on and talk about him. And we we spoke a bit about it, and I said it's. It, I said we'll 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 gladly have you back, like a like a scorned lover. <laughs> yeah, it's about right. It's about here right. Here we are. I know. Yeah, Andy Cannon, Lion Hunter. Yeah, I'm sure you know that story if you haven't already. But yeah, it's all a yeah. bit mad. But well, basically, he, well, Ben Foster stitched him up. Um, I can't fully remember how the story goes, but Cannon just revealed during. I think it was post-training meal that he was driving along I don't know if he's going home after training or he's going somewhere and he saw what he basically said he basically saw a lion being conveyed from one place to the other presumably some sort of zoo thing but or circus I'm guessing some hooky circus so so ever since then he got absolutely pelters for it and some of the Wrexham fans have done like Andy Cannon um you know lion hunter flags and all this sort of jazz so it's a bit mad but he's gone off the boil for a while unfortunately so yeah weird one yeah i'm sure we'll talk about um the the the, the players and the turnover because i've lost touch really with with uh, with your lot but the first thing i wanted to cover was um this thing about rivalry 
Should we just should we just talk about it now and put it to bed? <laughs> yeah, if this can be the bastion for everybody to go to, that, that <laughs> ends the conversation. Um, I mean, my 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 argument is is I think I think it's only developed into some sort of thing by virtue of it being you know the the bride and bridesmaid thing from season gone by when you won it and we kind of dared to even think about taking it away from you and it didn't mm. didn't happen it's the same thing what happened in county last year i don't think i don't it's not like a rivalry in the true sense of oh yeah we ate each other it's a yeah. i think it's it's a healthy kind of i think i watched the, the recent episode so it's a documentary, and I think a few people mentioned it, adversaries, which is basically what it is. It's like it's two, you know, very well backed clubs with good history, strong fan bases that have been in the doldrums for too long. And I think if if you look at it above everything, then I I was I was I was more than happy to see Stockport back in that division. I wasn't too happy that we kept getting pipped to the post and all that, you know. Um, <laughs> But when you went down to National League North, I was like, shit, mate, if it can happen to them, it can happen to anybody. You know, mm. so I don't think there's, I, I wouldn't say there's any mental kind of rivalry. I mean, for us, it's always going to be Chester, Shrewsbury, Tranmere, Newport to a degree. Um, but I think the, the thing with Stockport is that it's, it's handy because it's less than an hour. In a, in a manageable way, I think. Yeah, yeah. I said it's a it's a competitive, competitive rivalry more than yeah. as you say a traditional hate each other rivalry. I think it's still friendly. I think, yeah. Take away the media circus that surrounds you at the minute. We're very similar clubs, and I think we're both going in the same direction. And I think we'll both be there or thereabouts with each other pretty much for the next few seasons, certainly. So I think competitively, I think it's a rivalry. But as you say, not not the likes of you and Chester. We're never going to be that at. I think no. it is a bit no, think, of, think, there's a there's banter and some fans take it a bit too seriously and stuff like that, but yeah, every there's, every there's fan little, base has got its pelters. There's little subplots which have kind of made it more than what it is. So yeah. whether it's the yeah. the mulling scoring and racing over to you guys and giving it a big one to Chaloner saying fuck you Wrexham during the celebrations, those little subplots which <laughs> kind of stack up, you know. Um and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing. What makes football is it'd be boring if 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 there's anything other than that. And that's why a lot of people are looking forward to Saturday because it's like, oh shit, yeah, we've got these little things where we've we've done over Grimsby and had a little bit of retribution. Is there element of retribution to this? Yes and no, because you could argue yes, it'd be nice to get one over for for pipping us to the title, but then, you know, we 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 showed that we were probably good enough to go up with with the wins we had. Um, rivalry. Who were your main rivals? Because I always, I've got an idea in my head. Who it, uh, I think it would be. Yeah. Historically, it was Burnley and Stoke, but that was just because we played oh. them a lot in the nineties. Yeah, but that's what I mean. That's <laughs> I got beat by them a lot in the nineties at Wembley. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that's historical. That was just a no. flash in the pan time. It was just a time when we yeah. used to play yeah. them a lot. We we don't have a historical no. rival like you do with Chester and, and and the like. I'm quite jealous of teams, clubs that have that kind of rival with other clubs. Um, we can't say United and City because they're just stratospheric. They always have been. I mean, we played City for a bit and beat them, but that was it. 
Yeah, but yeah, I suppose there is a bit with City, and I think that's just like again because they they went down. We were up and. You know, we beat them a few times when they were supposed to be the bigger club and all that type of stuff. So, and I think you tend to speak to City fans, and they still seem to have a little bit of a grudge against Stockport <laughs> yeah, yeah. for, for whatever reason. It's like, come on, lads, grow up. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? I mean, I was going to ask you then, but you pretty much just just answer the question for me. I was like, have there been any sort of disenfranchised Manchester City fans gravitated to Stockport because they're sick of like? You know, yay! Like I watched the highlights last night, and it was like you've just knocked in a third against Red Star in a Champions League match, and you're celebrating like you know somebody's just opened a new supermarket. You know, it's just <laughs> odd, odd kind of. I can't even, and that's that's always the worry in the back of my head that it gets gentrified to such a point. Yeah, that it's like polite golf clap at every goal. You know, and I, hopefully it'll never get to that. Yeah, I don't think it's exclusive to. To, to football in this country either because I saw a bit of PSG last night against Dortmund when they scored their second, I think it was, nice little goal from Hakimi, but it panned into the crowd and I was like, I was going to I was gonna tweet, is everybody okay? You know, because they were just literally just sat down <laughs> or just not doing anything. So it must be, it must be at that level of football. That's what I like to keep at our level where it was limbs. Do you know what I saw? County tweeted the 2-1 win uh, from that season, we went up at Edgeley Park, and when you scored early on, didn't you? And Mullin scored early on, and there was limbs in that in that railway end. And I thought that's what you want in it. There was just a limb. No, there wasn't a phone in sight, and it was just arms going everywhere. That, that that's that's what I like about about it. Yeah, I think the last kind of recent top flight limbs I saw was probably Spurs at the weekend when they scored that yeah, late yeah. goal. Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 I mean. And we can we can throw all the mud we like at the Premier League and say it's boring. It's, they don't do this. They don't do that. But I think I think Spurs have probably designed that ground in such a fashion that it doesn't allow you to just sit there and go, oh yeah, good goal. But because of the nature of it and winning it in the 19th minute against, you know, probably hopefully the worst ever Premier League team on record with a bit of luck. Um, happy days. <laughs> It's a good yeah, it's a good ground. I went watching the um American football there last two last year or the year before. I can't remember which one it was, and it's yeah, it's that is out of this world, that stadium. It really yeah. is. But again, I think I I I like White Art Lane. When I went to White Art Lane, I thought that was acoustically yeah. was absolutely Tell amazing. You. Terrifying yeah. place though. Like yeah. not, not not the ground, the area around yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. Rough as toast. Like Bizarrely, I went there to watch Wales play Brazil in a friendly. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> as you do. Um, it was so weird watching like Mark Pembridge come up against Ronaldinho. It's like, how often <laughs> are you ever going to see that? Um, so, yeah, bit of an odd one. I'm glad I went though. I went to Goodison the other day just to tick it off. I've never been. A flat as a yeah. pancake, man. I feel. I was going to say, yeah, you're definitely going to get a ticket there. <laughs> Honest to God, grim. So it reminds me of Wrexham in the sort of COVID season if not before that it was just there's a bunch of old boys all around me they're all bald they're all about 20 probably <laughs> um and they, they just look like they're about 50 it's like they've just been through the mill it was that's, grim it was a hard that's the opposite to you isn't it you're bald uh, nearly 50 look about 20 that's weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah i'll take that <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah, there's some comments coming through that I think we've had flashes of, of rivalries like Mac, Macclesfield were, were, were at some point. Crew, Crew have always been there or thereabouts with us, haven't they? But they don't see us as their main rivals. I wouldn't have thought you're probably you're probably more of a main rival than us. It's all right. Yeah, I, I keep floating this idea to people. It's just my my head, but I always have this thing of like like a football natural order. You know, if it was such a thing, where would you put your team? You know, I'd probably for us it'd be like maybe a lower mid championship kind of thing. And for crew, I just in my head, crew's like the Unibon Premier Division. Honestly, <laughs> I like. I, I, I sounds disparaging, but I don't mean it in that way. Just, I just they're just one of those teams that are always they're like a fly in the ointment. It's like you're still there, and I'm not sure how you're still there. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they've never like had massive numbers. In terms of like you know you, you never hear of what, what's their fans is it four thousand average or less I don't know yeah four, four yeah. or five I think, I think so. it is well, I'm not saying I'm not saying attendances dictate the scale of a club but I just I cruise just one of those like a weird halfway house that you know the the, the long the days of their their golden era long gone by you know you can probably reel off several players that you associate with them but probably no more than that certainly nothing in in recent years. Well, I think the last one plays for us now, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, you know, so, and before that, I mean, you probably rattle off, what is it, Savage, Seth Johnson, Danny Neil Lennon. Yeah, Neil Lennon. Lennon. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. All the ones yeah, you used but, to sign on Football Manager when you were in the 90s. That's, that's getting for cheap on Football Manager in the 90s. Yeah. They, had a, they had a good um, production line, and now they are, you know, besmirched in scandal. That's never going to leave them. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's move on from that. I don't want to tarnish our lovely podcast with talk of that, especially if Nick's not here as well. We can, oh, yeah. Nick could have been keep a right it clean on that. tonight. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought if, if he's hiding, that'd be the that'd be the bone to throw him right there. He just <laughs> yeah, he just he just come on and say, "Did you say Dario G?" If you're all over it. <laughs> um, good stuff. Uh, before we get on to Saturday, actually, um, and and talk about. All that and all the all the trimmings that surround that. Uh, I read today your cop stand isn't being built as early as you thought it would. Um, what what's happened there? Because that's similar to us actually, and then we can we can talk about that. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a great surprise because you know we go you know what well, we sort of six six weeks into the season now. There's no movement. There's no movement over the summer. It's like well something's not quite right. Um, I haven't dug full deep into the details, but there's various things that haven't been done uh, and the biggest mistake they made straight away was saying oh we're going to have it done by next season they were already stuck a timely on it and for whatever reason mm. various hills have cropped up um with the the university as well apparently there's some sort of electric cable something like that that's kind of in the way that needs remedy and i can't remember the full ins and outs the story is there i kind of glanced at it earlier kind of rolled my eyes and thought well tell us something we kind of don't know you know there's been no movement Oh, his internet know. keeps on going. You keep Does on it keep going? Like, yeah. Does it? Oh, yeah. Shit. Do you need to reconnect on the phone? Oh, another 50p in the middle, in the meter. <laughs> yeah, try reconnecting. We'll we'll carry on the conversation. Try reconnecting with your phone, mate. That'd be good. That'd be a um, All right. Yeah, because that, what that probably means for 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 Wrexham is they they keep the same. Obviously, well, clearly keep the same um, keep the same capacity. So the restrictions on the away fans remains in place, which is the same for us, isn't it? Let me just get rid of that banner. 
Oh, we've only got two on. There we go. Um, so so I've noticed. Uh, what, what are they down to now? Are they because that stand hasn't been used for a few years, is it? They still, well, yeah, exactly, are they the same yeah, as us around yeah. 10k or is it less? I don't know. I mean, we'd have to speak to um, I'd speak to Tim about that, but yeah, um, <laughs> whatever it is, it, I don't know. It just feels like you, you said it before, they're on the same sort of path as us. Their their ground, their the the redevelopment of their cop end, which does look impressive based on the pictures, isn't going to get built. Look good, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, our pictures look good, and it just seems like, well, I wanted to get out of him if if he's if if he thought it was in line with um, expectation. Let's get let's get him back in. Hey, mate. Hello, hello, one, two, three. Yes, hello, hello. Get into it. Okay, <laughs> It's all right. Yeah. What, what I was saying is, um, so that, that clearly means that the, the, the capacity, um, is, is, uh, limited for another, yet another season. Um, and we'll, I wanted to get onto you as well about, um, your loyalty scheme or if, if you can call it that and, and the, and the, the, the allocations, but, um, it's, it's, it's the thinking at the club to go in line with your progression. Cause that's what, we're, that's what I, we've been told for hours that we want to be, cemented in League One before they start to think about the, the next phase of, of development? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, in terms of the COP thing, the COP thing's been obviously on the agenda for ages and all of a sudden it's there. Next minute it's been levelled. Great. You know, all that's gone. Now it's just this big cavernous end that's not being filled. So there's been a lot of chatter today about do you get like a temporary stand in? But then with that, you've still got to think of, you know, kiosks, toilets, all the stuff, security, steward, and all the stuff that would come with it anyway. So um, it's infuriating because from a business point of view, there's lost revenue because clearly mm-hmm. demand is there. There's, there's no doubt about it. So that's, you know, the, if you've seen the documentary, the first episode last week, Rob McAnally was livid that nothing had happened. So a penny for his thoughts tonight, you know, in terms of the update. Um, I don't think it will set us back in terms of progression on the pitch because – They've invested in the squad. That that's clear for most of us to see now. That this squad should be good enough to make a good, good fist of things this year. Um, nothing is guaranteed, as, as you saw last last season. Yeah. So we're not counting our chickens and saying we're going to finish top or third or whatever. You just you just don't know it's going to pan out. Um, but I I would like to think there's some sort of plan B. What that is, I don't know. Um, there's clearly. What's your, I was just asking, what's your current capacity then? Just over 10, so I think it comes in 10. at about 10, 10, 1, 10, 2, there or thereabouts. Um, so yeah, you know, pretty much 9,000 home fans, a thousand for the away. And I think everybody bar Grimsby has sold their allocation so far. Um, Grimsby didn't sell out, no, no, um, that's surprising. Yeah, I was, I was, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of loathe, I don't want to throw shade on people who've don't sell allocations because, you know, times are hard, money's tight, it's a long journey. Um, mm. But it's it's living proof that not everybody is like, well, you know, a few of them might be kicking themselves because obviously Ryan Reynolds was there. So there is that weird thing that if you do go, oh, no, he's directly opposite me, that's a bit weird. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't sell it out, but it's a fly in the ointment. I imagine they'll get over it or get around it somehow, especially when you've got Sean Harvey doing his bidding in the background. <laughs> so who knows what's going to happen, but, you know, it's I've kind of got used to it now. It's, it's, I just feel sorry for the people who haven't been able to 
to see the team yet, especially the younger kids that that you know their only experience so far is maybe the EFL trophy against Newcastle's kids, you know. So right, frustrating. But so yeah, was, yeah. So I was gonna I was gonna move on to ticketing actually before we get onto the game on Saturday because um, we've had, we have had a question in. Um, and it, it, it's it's an interesting one. So, opinion on the newer fans getting tickets in favour of long-term fans, especially internationals. Now, I know you keep... Is it 150 aside for international fans or something like that? Uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit... Is it 150? I think it might be... Might be less. Might be like 80-odd or something. But right. basically, they've got, they've got international membership now. So, there's there's different members so my my mum is a member for example she's not a season ticket holder, but she's a member so right. she there's x amount of tickets that are ring fenced for people that are season ticket holders so you kind of match day sales almost like like an old a new version of like walk-up sales on the day so they ring fence so many i think can't remember the figures off the top of my head maybe maybe 500 to a thousand kind of ring fenced for for those who haven't got season tickets so they can go out try and get one ASAP so look at the draw sometimes they're balanced as well they're just in a ballot for the Salford City game at home people try and put in for it and then they get randomly selected if they're lucky it's a similar thing with international membership there's an international membership scheme um, I, I don't know what the figures are in terms of that I imagine it's a fair bit but again you just kind of try your look into that international ballot and people get lucky some people don't there's a there's a girl that's coming over um for, for the game on Saturday and initially she got a ticket for the Stockport end because as far as Stockport concerned she could be supporting anybody it's an Amer- mm. American coming to visit could be going to Old Trafford well, I'm going to probably see Stockport but she's now managed to get a ticket for the home end so somebody's thrown a, a ticket her way great so they do become available and that's through the goodwill of kind of local people as well you know, there's this whole idea of you're taking one of our tickets yeah, if if it's freely available, it's been given to somebody. It shouldn't really matter, you know. Mm. Um, so so there is that that international ballot, and it has been used quite well. And you're going to get a few people that, that have been unlucky a few times, but nine times out of ten, you know, if people are travelling stupid lengths to come over here, there is usually a way to get them in somehow, you know. And nine times out of ten, it does happen. Yeah. So are you are you finding then it's all adults that are going to the games then because you just mentioned about kids not seeing the seeing the matches are you finding it's more more towards the adult um a little bit i mean it's hard it's hard to, hard to tell me I'm, I'm, I'm basically vouching it from where i am but i mean mm. prime example is there's a there's a girl in work she's like by her own admission you know didn't know why there was beef for grimsy on saturday had to kind of be well versed in it because she hadn't really been before then got a couple of kids they all went together for the Newcastle game because there was tickets more yeah. available. It's still like seven or thousand or whatever, which is ridiculous for that game. Um, I know it's a bit of a struggle to get three or four for her together for the Salford game, but she managed to get two tickets. So now she has to take, she has to pick one of her favourite sons to go with it. So there's this, you do get a mix. There, there are still families that, that do go. Um, but I, I, again, you know, when, when you've, when you've got this entire, not just the media circus, but the buzz around not just the football club, but the town. And you know, the amount of kids wearing Wrexham shirts is just insane. Have mm. they all been to watch them yet? 
maybe, maybe not. I, don't, I genuinely don't know, but there's obviously a lot of interest and I imagine there's a lot of people that are still, still, still missed out, you know, and, and that's when you're going to add fuel to the fire to get this cock built. And with that being pushed back again for probably the season after next now, um, it's just a hugely frustrating episode for anybody, but if you've told us a few years that we'd be moaning about trying <laughs> to get a stand to fulfill the demand, I would have said, yeah, whatever. It must be crazy. So, yeah, we've got to be careful what we wish for, but yeah, it's, it's not a bad place to be, really. No, no. I, I mean, I always think that if you see, if I see a kid with a county shirt on, which I've seen loads more since our sort of rise back into the FL, I just think it's one less City or United fan. And I suppose it's the same for you, and it one less Liverpool or United fan in Wrexham. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's weird, like, you know, everybody talks about second teams and all that sort of stuff. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be very interesting to see if those younger generations have a second team now, if if, if it is, has it flipped? Is it now Wrexham before Liverpool, et cetera, et cetera? Mm. But honestly, it's like, it was once, you know, the rule, and that's the exception that you would see a Man United or a Liverpool shirt. And if, if, the, if the owners were to walk away tomorrow, they've already cemented that legacy and that yeah. kind of enduring effect. And it's, I always, it's an easy comparison, but I always do compare it to Wales with Euro 2016 and, the bail effect and, and having those players that you know a, a, a nation football and nation size of Wales should have no divine right to have but did um and now we've got these these players which again you would never think in a million years would be playing in a Wrexham shirt so we're kind of we're kind of like a bunch of grifters just going along with us and jumping on the back of it you know and just seeing where it takes us and, and honestly after after, after my Everton experience of the day, absolutely. <laughs> we're so lucky. Honestly, we're so lucky the football we're seeing compared to, I know it's chalk and cheese, Premier League and League Two, but it's a hard watch that was. It's a hard watch. They're definitely going down. 100%. Yeah. I suppose if you're not invested in it either, it's, it's, it's harder to watch. We we went to MK Dons on Saturday and that was just a soulless experience, really. Nice ground, don't get me wrong. Nice ground yeah. Um, yeah. And, and things. All for purpose built, luxurious ground, but it just, it was just soulless. Dead. And they know it as well. They know it as well. Um, yeah. They, and it, was always, it, was always, it was always going to be that, that, that way. And it's the most, yeah. it's the most, it's the most gothic ground in the UK, probably. But has it still got that black kind of mirrored vibe on the outside? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, MK Don's, unless you, I mean, it's just a weird place full stop. You know, it's just kind of a purpose-built yeah. town full of roundabouts. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you've got to say it's better than their old ground, which was horrendous. <laughs> yeah. It was dreadful. It made, it made, you know, Wheelstone look like the bloody new camp. So, yeah. Well, this, this, this is it. You know, we, uh, you're probably the same. You, we, we went to Colwyn Bay away. That's the one I always go to. Colwyn Bay away. And now we're going to MK Don. So I'm quite happy. Quite happy, yeah. All about progress, yeah. And just just going back to something you said as well before about uh, young fans being in the non-league for as long as you were and for as long as we were. Every season, I felt that you're in the non-league. You lose not a generation of of fans, but you lose a year of fans, don't you? Of those ones that are coming through and want to watch a club, it's not as appealing. So you lose that. So getting them back now and starting to click on those ones that are coming through now. You can't put a price on that. Sticky no. fans, 
Steve Bellis called it something once, and I can't remember what it was, but um, he gave it a name. But yeah, it's that it's that getting them early, getting them in early, um, and supporting the local yeah. club. Yeah, you go back. You say, yeah, you say about that with the like uh, a lot of people that are watching it now that in the late twenties, early thirties, and stuff. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. That they all had the free tickets from school, yeah. didn't they? they? Got you just go out into the community and give out the free tickets and stuff like that. So you got people interested and got them hooked, hooked then. So yeah. I think a lot of you know that sort of age range or quite a few of that age range are people that have come through from free tickets. Yeah. Yeah. So along the way, then Tim, have you lost anybody? Um, from either the club that were there through the dark times, through through non-league, and you know, were either volunteering or working for the club long term. Have you lost anybody like that? Because 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 it's just grown, and and you're getting people in to do a job that that's their job, and they're not, you know, they, they fit the role a bit better. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of noses put out a joint initially in terms of them putting structures in place, you know, improving the infrastructure behind the club, and you you would. I suppose change is inevitable, but I think there was a lot of change in a short space of time where you would go to the shop and I'd see Dan and Matty. Everybody knew Dan and Matty were at the club shop, you know, first name terms. <laughs> yeah, you'd message him and go, right, how many tickets are left or have you got any shirts left? And you'd always get an answer. You, there's, there's so many complaints about emailing the football club now and not getting a reply. Like, yeah. for example, um, spoke to the mayor of Wrexham the other week, just part of my job role. I bumped into him speaking to him. And he, he offered, like, Fleur, the, the chief executive officer, supposedly, at the, at the club, do you want to get involved in some sort of mayoral stuff, you know, combine the, the feel-good stuff of the club with mayoral duties, etc. Didn't Didn't hear nothing. You know, it's just stupid stuff like that. But then Rich Watkin, good pal of mine, he runs the Fat Ball restaurant, he put a uh, Paul Mullin uh, mural on the side of the pub. Um, and the powers that be at the club caught wind that he was going to put the Wrexham badge on the side of the mural because obviously it was a picture of Paul Mullin. The badge is going to be on it. Yeah. So they they, they sort of threw the toys out the pram, saying, "Well, you need to you need to ask for permission before you use our badge as our our copyright." So you've had all these emails from people complaining about various things, and you've ignored them. But as soon as somebody's adding to like this Wrexham FC trail in the in the town and helping boost the profile, you're you're straight on the blower. I mean, wow. There's, there's a, they need to pick their battles. And the big, I suppose the overarching theme to this is how how much feel-good factor of the community they're willing to push before it becomes you take the piss. You take yeah. the piss, you know? Uh, a friend of mine 
ran a fanzine, had a slight left wing, well, not slight, it was a very left wing political stance to it. Sold it outside the ground. Um, he got hauled in by the club saying, We don't want you selling it outside the ground um, because of political bleeps and so on and so forth. He had every right to sell it there because he wasn't on private property, but it was on right. part footprints of the ground. So, but he tells me that basically, you have to stop selling it or we're going to rescind your season ticket. What? Um, yeah, yeah. Jesus. So, yeah. Um, so, so you know, we're, we're like, they're going to come for us. You know, we, we haven't said anything stupidly controversial. We'll try and hold the club to account. And, you know, luckily, fortunate for us, we've had the owners on and they've even said, we're happy that you call it as you see it. And you're not going to just be all happy clapper and you know, not not go down the route of having any negativity, which is the club's mantra. They won't accept anything that's negative. You know, today's story about the cop is negative, but it's written in such a way like, oh, it's unfortunate. That's the way it is, but we'll get there yeah. at the end. Yeah. But it's a shit story. It's a negative story. We're not getting any extra bums on seats. That's the bottom line. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, to labour the point, I suppose that there is that fear of of pushing a community away because it, it for you know that was part of their mission statement was to keep that community orientation that community focus it's what's in documentary half i was gonna say yeah season one was series yeah. one was all about that wasn't it yeah and season so, then sorry I'll, I'll i'll whack myself over the head later for saying season one it's series one isn't it for me series one. season two now series on then yeah but so there's these little things that it's like, you know, don't shit on your own doorstep, I guess. Yeah. You know, remember that these fans were there that started the club. These fans are the club, you know. Save the do club. Not... Yeah. yeah, and there'll be fans and long fans after, after the guys have gone. They've gone. Yeah. yeah. And I, know, I know it's such an easy thing to trot out, but it's true. Fans mm. are the lifeblood of the club. And if, if, if Man United fans had a backbone, for example, none of them would be going to Old Trafford. They want the glazers out. Just don't go. Yeah. Don't go hit them in the pocket. But you're always going to get those people, the tourists, that will go, well, I'm going to go instead. I'll go instead yeah. of you. Yeah. So, yeah. God, I'm getting, getting fucking animated, even thinking about that. <laughs> here, you know. That would piss me off. What do you mean, can you see pick it up? Well, can I have it? And, that, you know, and, and like, my mate who was mentioning then about the fanzine, he's a man of integrity, and he said, you know what? You've, you've pushed me into, into a certain direction. I literally... I won't go anymore. He stopped going. He stopped wow. going. He lives like a mile away from the ground. He stopped going because of he felt he was treated unfairly, you know, just the way it was handled. So I can kind of see his point of view. It's a tough, tough situation. You know, he's, he's just trying to add to the fandom and the fan culture and to be kind of not down a peg or two is, is um, saddening, really. Yeah. Mm. Fair play to him, though. All the power to him for that. Yeah. Um, Oh, sorry, one more question. I could talk to you all night, mate, about the footage, but <laughs> one, more, one more question. Um, did I, well, I've seen I've seen the first two series of the of the documentary? Um, Have you the entire first the second series? You only, there's only three episodes in the second series. So far. Oh no, was there was there not has there not been two series already? One series, and now we're into oh, the yeah, second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, episode. I've seen the entire... I've, I've seen the first series, sorry. There was a lot. Yeah. There was, I think it was 18 episodes in the first, first series. Right, that's probably why I'm thinking it was two. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, 
Yeah, because in stuff like Top Boy, there's only eight or nine episodes in a series, isn't there? You know, that's is it any good? Everybody keeps saying I should watch it. Oh, to- I think Top Boy's top top yeah. notch. Yeah, <laughs> some lad on Twitter has put it up there with um, the Wire and the Sopranos. It can't be that good. Well, I've, you're going to shoot me now because I've not seen the Sopranos, but I've seen the Wire. Um, wow. I know. Yeah, it's one thing. I've not seen the Wire, so I just chucked it. Oh, in there, there you but... go. <laughs> <laughs> About you, Waggy. What have you not seen, Top Boy? <laughs> I've not seen Top Boy or The Wire, uh, and I've not seen. I've only seen probably two or three series of Sopranos. All right, okay. <laughs> anyway, where were we? What were we talking about then? Um, yeah, Top Boy series documentary. Yeah, the, yeah, I've seen the first series. I noticed you were you were on it slightly. The first series, yeah. I think you were. So I don't know, one point five seconds or something. <laughs> but <laughs> but. Um, did you did you, did Fearless in Devotion get overlooked as a podcast for the lad that actually got on there that I don't think does a podcast anymore or or what? Uh, I, not, I wouldn't I wouldn't say overlooked. I mean, you, you kind of I wouldn't say know your place, but we we were asked, oh, would you like to do some audio? And we're like, yeah, okay. So me and Andy went in, did some recording that made one of the episodes about uh, the sort of hooligan episode it was a bit yeah, yeah. on that, and I was in the Chesterfield one briefly. Me and Andy had a bit of audio in the first one last week. Andy's had a fair bit of audio, to be fair, and, and they're still they're still asking us for stuff as it keeps on going because I, I still think that they're editing the the episodes in this season as we speak. They've still haven't finished them up right. as yet. They, they haven't put it all in the can. Um, I wouldn't say overlooked. I know you're on about you're not Sean Sean Winter. Um, yeah, he's all right, Sean. Uh, he's got his own this is Wrexham thing. You know, he's a bit of a character. Um, and that's what they were after, really. They were, they were after characters. Um, do I think they got it all right in, in that first episode? Probably not. And that I'm not saying Sean's in, in, in any way, shape or form for that at all. I mean, he's, he's just showed he's a, he's a passionate fan. Um, could have picked one of hundreds, really. You know, we've got thousands of Wrexham shirts and all that. And yeah, there's certain parts he probably wasn't happy with and and certain parts he was, but I mean, we weren't overlooked. I don't think we were just, you know, we were given bits to do, and it's the same with they, they get given fan cams at most of the games. Have this, you know, I, I did some filming that Blythe in the FA Cup last year. I have no idea if it's going to make make it. If it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, I'm not too fussed, and yeah, it's, I mean, to be honest, we got we got a credit in in the in the credits and in the in the, nice. in the title credits. In last season, and having a bit of audio, and you know, I'll take that. I'm, I'm yeah. in it for a nanosecond. I've had a bit of a bit of audio, and to be honest, it's not not so much the massage. Our egos all boost our profile. It's just, oh yeah, we had a little part in that. Yeah, uh, it's, it's committed forever. You know, yes, it'll, there be, it is. It'll, it'll be on Dave, Dave Javu in about twelve years' time. <laughs> <laughs> that does that, that channel still exist? I don't know. Do you know what though? I always thought it was. I never realised it was called Deja Vu till ages afterwards. Never realised. And then, well, well realised what it what it meant. Yeah, you know. I'm just a, a street urchin from Stockport. Me, mate. That's all I am. <laughs> um. So yeah, onto the footy then. Finally, um, because I know you've got to go at nine, haven't you, for your own podcast? Um, Double check. I believe so because I know uh, Andy's catching a plane somewhere as well. So fuck knows. So, Fair yeah. enough. Um. So, yeah, so the footy on Saturday, um, obviously you're, I mean, you're going to be confident, aren't you? You're, you've, since since the opening day, you've you've done pretty well. 
Yeah. Um, you know, we've sacked off our aging England goalkeeper. <laughs> we've sacked himself off, really. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not having any any part of that. We, we, we dug him out a bit before he called time. Everybody was like, oh, it's your fault. I was like, if you genuinely believe that four lads from Wrexham forced out an ex-international Premier League player, <laughs> then you, you need your head testing. Um but it was it was the right call. He, he was he was letting in goals that he, he would normally save in years gone by. So um yeah, we just built I mean that, that MK Dons thing was just weird because I knew we were undercooked because of the because of the preseason schedule. It's like yeah. you come back from America, Foster stayed out there for another forty eight hours to build something to do with his content. So it's like well, he's coming like back home on Thursday, having one training session and going into that match. It's a recipe for disaster. It was dead exciting. And we just got thumped, got a good good kick in. And um yeah, so that was a that was a wake up call, but kind of so, batting down the hatches a little bit. Swindon game was mental, five all. Yeah. You know, <laughs> lucky probably lucky to escape Wimbledon with a point. But yeah, I mean the, we've had a lot of injuries early doors, managed to, to recruit smartly in that jam, in that in that window and it's just mad. I'm sat here and I've got an we've got a current Republic of Ireland centurion at left back and we've got a former Scottish international sort of man mounting on the bench. It's just what is going on? Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um about Saturday, Cap Allid says, surely it would make more sense that Wrexham had the railway end stand without the roof on than the together stand that has the roof. Um, because it would help make fan chants louder. I don't think it's a case of that, mate. I think it's because you have to provide roofing for certain certain fans, uh, disabled fans, and OAPs. So is it a certain percentage of the away tickets have to be covered? I think it's somewhere along them lines, isn't it? Yeah, for that for those reasons that I've just said. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's the that's the thinking, and the obviously the other thinking is to give you as to give you the actual absolute minimum that we are contracted to give you. I think that which is which is what everybody does, isn't it, in, in games like this in, in And in, we have in, county fans on all four sides. Yeah. So if you turn us round at the kickoff, which really fucking annoys me, it does shouldn't <laughs> really make a difference. <laughs> there you go. Any any away captain that does the homework would always turn us round if they win the if they win the toss. Um, so in terms of players, then I mean, I've obviously been we've been watching League Two since it started, and that we know we know who to look out for. The one I'm going to just sort of draw attention to is is Paul Mullin in for a start on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised he started last week. To be honest, um, very surprised. I mean, he obviously made a bit of a cameo last sort of fifteen twenty against Doncaster. Um, Played that game with a brace. Whether he's still wearing a brace, I'm not sure. But um, he played really well against uh, Grimsby. Just rusty finishing. But the fact that he's just seamlessly getting back into those positions, you know, after like several months out, um, you just don't lose that kind of instinct, really. So he will start, I'm pretty sure, barring any little touch with any last-minute mishaps in training, he will start. Um He's probably about 80%, 75%, 80% there, there or thereabouts. But we've got options now. That's the beauty of it. I mean, Palmer scored last week, hasn't scored many, but he's a different animal this time. He seems to be leaner. He's a bit more disciplined. He's not getting in the refs here. Everyone, you can't these days now. 
because the, the rule changes and everything else. So, mm. yeah, he's kind of round his neck in a bit. And we didn't struggle for goals without Mullin. That was the big plus point. That was the big takeaway from that. It's like everybody thought, oh, fuck, they're screwed without him. And then they saw us like, <laughs> like still knocking in three against MK Dons despite losing, then five all, then, you know, then nipping a few, then three nil last week. Um, so, yeah, he will, he'll definitely start. Um, Elliot Lee is the man. Seven goals in eight games. Um, he's a booking away from a from a suspension. So I'm hoping he doesn't pick it up. But man, it's just ridiculous. Can, can we not get him booked in training? No. Yeah, get booked in training so he can't play against us. <laughs> it'll be it'll be good. It'll be, there's a lot of matchups across that across that pitch, you know, on Saturday. A lot of matchups. People will be out to say, right, fucking, I'm better than you, or whatever, you know. It'll, it'll have spice to it. It'll have everything on it. That's the, that's the good thing about it. It's got everything. I'm sure yeah. Carl will be roundly booed. But like, it's, I don't even think it'll be that. There'll be a little bit of booing just for a laugh. Like, you bastard, you came, but then you didn't fancy it and you went. But reading between the lines, Parky didn't really want him in terms of the character. He just yeah. Was I, I heard about this on the... Um... Some I forgot what it's called now. They mentioned us actually on the on their podcast. It was a Wrexham mm. podcast. Um, talk, oh, the teach me Wrexham. Guy. Teach me Wrexham. Yeah, that was oh, it. Yeah. Uh, it was a very very enjoyable podcast by all accounts actually. But he said the, the your comms I lad off after half an hour. Did you? Yeah, I thought it was good. the hell out of me. Oh, you've got no <laughs> you've got no staying power. You you're like infinite <laughs> content, everything now. <laughs> um, but yeah, he they said he only watched three seasons of The Sopranos before he give up. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All you need to know. Stay in power. Wow. Um, yeah, they said your your comms lad said. Um, I've lost what I'm going to say now, Waggy. Bloody hell. Um, <laughs> he's your comms lad said. Oh, that's it. That Parky has this. Um, Takes him to the cafe or something, and as as a chat with him or something like that, it's, as if to, like he d- does the parky test, and he, and power wasn't for them, it wasn't for you. Yeah, or something like that. he's got like he's got basically like a no no bed rule. I mean, Ollie Palmer slipped the net by his own admission. <laughs> he, he, he is. I'll tell you a little story which we had to cut out of our of our recording with with Rob and Ryan. I fucking Rob McElhenney inboxed me the day we were about to release it because. Can you cut this bit out before you put it out? I was like, why? Because because if the press get hold of it, they'll roast us. And I was like, in my head, I was like, nah, surely. But then in hindsight, because of all the traction we got off that pod about Ryan potentially moving to the area, fucking hell, everything is like headline news, like it blows my mind, you know. So basically, we um he said that. Um, Rob and Ryan were going around the dressing room. They were asking various players, like, who's the biggest arsehole in the squad? Every one of them said, Ollie Palmer, Ollie Palmer, Ollie Palmer. <laughs> so Rob went up to Ollie and said, Ollie, who's the biggest arsehole in the squad? He said, me, of course. So <laughs> I was like, I can see why you've done that because you'll it'll end up being, being like, you know, Rob and uh, Wrexham co-owners brand Wrexham's record signing an arsehole or something like that. So yeah, I can spin yeah. why they were keen to cut it out. But it's just mad, mate. It's just different world. And I, I just just living for the moment because Blinken will be signing scraps from the bottom of the barrel at some point in the future. You just never know where it's going to go. So. Yeah. 
Fair dues. Right, last thing before I let you go, because I know you've got your own podcast to do. Uh, score prediction for Saturday. Um, Considering your defence is very leaky and we're, we're, we're crap at set pieces, defending set pieces. I've heard, yeah, I've heard you crap at defending set pieces. Oh, mate, it's, it's horrific. So we've got, we've got some serious height in our squad now, like ridiculous. Like I always did my head in when I'd see a Wrexham team bullied by, by a team of midgets. It's like, why have we got no height or power? And yeah. now it's like the Harlem Globetrotters. It's insane. Um, I went for a 3-1, my initial thinking. And only because um, Desmond Hinks, one of your Stockport lads, got in touch with the other thing and was asking yeah. me questions. And I said, I can see why people would, would imagine it'll be a tight affair. And it probably will be. But when Wrexham have tried to keep it tight and, and been a little bit cagey, it's worked against them. Like, you know, they tried to be a bit cagey against Wimbledon, got away with a point, could have been worse. A bit cagey in pass against Swindon, managed to get away with a five-all. Um, when they're both... <laughs> Being cagey and it's a five-all. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when they're bold and adventurous, which they've got the tools to be, they can they can fucking put teams to the sword. And I'm not saying that's going to be the case on Saturday because it's it's a slightly different animal to what we had against Grimsby. But from what I, I'm just basing it on recent performances, we're just building slowly, slowly, slowly to a point where I think, okay, now we're looking really, really strong. And it's either going to be one of those I think we'll either win quite well, or it'll be that route of it being a tense one, and it'll go in off Powell's ass cheek. Or something stupid like that, and we'll lose. Yeah. It's going to be one of those, you know. It's going to be one. Of, it'll be. I just hope it doesn't. It's not. It's not dictated by the officials. We all know it. We've all seen it. I don't know who the officials are for Saturday. Um, no, I've not yeah, seen it. Be out tomorrow, I think, won't it? But you do. You don't want games like that to be dictated by officials because you want. Just, yeah, forget there's League Two. There's going to be a lot of talent on show on Saturday. Uh, a bit of a. Almost like the the El Cashico, isn't it? Again, as, as it was mentioned previously, it was El Cashico. It was mentioned as, but yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I'm confident. I'm confident. But I'm, I'm. You know, when you're old school, Rex and final, you're still even now going. <laughs> yeah, we could get walloped as well. You just don't know. But taking it at face value, we, we've got a really, really solid team uh, of players that literally will put it all on the line for one another, which is what you want. You know, not just yeah. a team of not a team of mercenaries, but a team of players that get on off the pitch and have bloody barbecues in their houses and stuff. So that's a big buzz of it, I think. Yeah, good stuff. Well, we shall see on Saturday. Um good luck after Saturday, obviously. <laughs> Likewise. Are you going have you got tickets, Tim? Are you going I have, yeah. Yeah, I've been lucky been lucky so far with we're getting tickets. They didn't do like an online queue for this one, so it's just to jump on and see what you can get. And to me, I only had 900 tickets, so I'm lucky to get one. I've still got to pick it up from the ground, so I better go and get it tomorrow because they give it to somebody else by accident. So, uh, yeah, go and pick it up. Should be good. And just hope we do ourselves a bit more justice than what we did last time. Just just croaked it big time. Like the defending last time was shit. I remember it. I can see it now. Clear as day. Awful. Yeah, for That's both goals. It wasn't, uh, yeah. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll be nil-nil, won't it, after all this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, not shot on target from either team. Yeah, I I, I said Akil Wright to be sent off just because that lad was so plastered. (laughs) He was so plastered when he was with us, and now he's like turned into this this no nonsense beast of a. Is he centre half? Yeah, he plays. He plays right side centre back. Yeah, and he sort of comes out with it as well. He's been he's been pretty good. He's he's got a mistake. Decent last season. Yeah, he fills me with dread sometimes, but he's all right. Yeah. yeah, it's mad. Like when we when he's with us, like he's got we've got all the physicality, but didn't really know if he had the brain for a footballer or such. But done well, done well. Yeah, yeah. Someone here says I'll take nil nil. Obviously, a county <laughs> fan because there's a there's a there's a line of thinking that I've seen on doing the rounds, which is well, we've just won two away games that we probably didn't have down as as wins. I know we know we had to sort of start clicking, and we have started clicking. I'm more confident now we've won those two going into this game. Than almost two weeks ago, um, but some people are saying, "Well, yeah, you know, a point would be a good result because you've took seven from the last three, seven points from the last three, then, which is a good return." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're looking good, you know. We we're in, we're in decent form. Tranmere, we should have stuffed them. They're going down, hopefully. Um, awful, awful team, rotten. Um, so yeah, screw them. That's hilarious, and. You know, if if when it, it'd be kind of almost lovely if Stockport, Notts County, Wrexham went up, be great that, be great. Um, on to the next level and just carry on renewing that fake rivalry that doesn't exist. It's actually <laughs> competitive rivalry to go back competitive to the start. rivalry. Yes, competitive rivalry. That's the flag. Situational adversaries. Should we just call it that? Just drop the rivalry. Drop the that rivalry. sounds like that how, sounds how like you say that dead easy, but can't say courtyard club call. That sounds like know. Nick's latest podcast. That situational <laughs> rivalry podcast number eight. Situational adversary. Situational yeah. adversaries. Given that, he'll make one out of it. He's, I don't yeah. know how many podcasts he's got. It's ridiculous. No, that's probably why he's not here tonight. He's do, off doing <laughs> his fourth podcast or whatever he's, he's doing. He's probably like scrutinising um, a line from a, a Morrissey song somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> he's got he's got some. Uh, oh, this the Arctic Monkeys one. It he does. Yeah, Arctic so. Monkeys. Yeah. yeah. Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How many? How many different dialects can Alex Turner speak in? That'd be the one. There we are. Right, good stuff. Right, we're going to start to wrap it up now. Um, we've got some in the resist to do and some admin. So, mate, cheers for coming on. Um, and, yeah, I can say if you need me to come on to yours, but you've already got another county fan coming on yours, haven't you? So No, it's not a county fan. Oh. I've got, I got, I got overruled. We've got one of the lads from the, the documentary because it's, like, topical. So right, we've got I do. That. So, yeah. There we are. Annoying, but we'll get you on for the for the return leg when things should be nicely placed. I don't even know when that is. If February, I want to see. No, it's the last game of the season at your place. Last game of the season at your place. Don't don't yeah. do this to me, Tim. Don't no, no, I don't, I don't want I don't want a repeat of that. When you've got to give us a guard of honour. Oh yeah. <laughs> both teams both teams are promoted a second and third. What do we do yeah, then? Just clap one of them. Celebrate. Celebrate. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if that happened, yeah, if that happened, I would gladly join in your halftime singing that you do. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I, and what one thing stuck in me the other day when we beat Grimsby, like it's a couple of a couple of lads got chucked out, it's dead funny. When you said that you just have to 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 take your medicine when we beat you that the three nil, you just have to sit mm. there and go, fucking hell. And like Grimsby had to do the same the other day. 
but a couple of them were furious. One loved a bottle at Mullin, missed. Great. It's just loads of good stuff going on. But yeah, what a time. But yeah, onwards to Saturday. It'll be a good game. Be safe. Um, please don't chuck anything our way. And that'd be grand. No. That includes, that includes you, Great Manchester Police. Say that again. <laughs> that includes the Great Manchester Police as well. Oh, right. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cattle free zone. Kettling free zone, please. <laughs> So, yeah, should be good. Good stuff. Right. Cheers, mate. I appreciate you coming on. All the best. I'm going to go. Right. Uh, better yep. I better go and do my own pod. Take it easy. Yeah. See you later. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye. There we go. He's a good lad, Tim, isn't he? I liked him. He's all right. He's all right. Seemed a bit, yeah. I don't know. He seemed a bit, a bit down today. Or I don't know. No, I don't think he, I just think, I think he's beaten. just, I think he's just balanced. So if anybody's joined today's pod or is listening on the audio pod, wanting some sens- sensationalism um, with our, you know, f- from our situation yeah, okay. adversaries, then they're not, they're not going to get it on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's because we have we have good good people level 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 people on, don't we? I nearly said that yep. four times. Then, um, anyway, getting the reses. What did you have? Because you didn't do it last week, did you? I didn't do it last yeah. week because I forgot. Um, and then I had a bit of a brain fog. Um, getting the reses is the M sixty two. Oh, okay, yeah, because you go up and down. Do you go up and the down M62, the M sixty two, or do you go across uh, over it? You I go, go over I, it. Yeah. I, I, I go on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I park on it basically <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's 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 the, so the reasoning behind it it's a ship motorway it's split into two so it should actually be two motorways one end it finishes in hull oh yeah so god yeah, yeah you that, forget that's yeah, it carries yeah, on it finishes in hull and the other end is liverpool i know i live in liverpool but still it ends in liverpool and then there's a bit in the middle that isn't actually part of it because that's the M60. And it is always, always, always busy. If you try and get it, try and get on it coming out of Liverpool anytime after quarter past six in the morning, it's gridlock. And then you hit the same at Huddersfield, you hit the same at Leeds, you hit the same at the A1 junction, you hit the same at the M1 junction, and you hit the same when you get into City of Culture, Hull. You see, you see, Nick. If Nick was here now, he'd, because he doesn't drive, he doesn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be able to join in this conversation, would he? Well, that's an ideal time to get it in the reses. Yeah, well, it's not funny. It's not here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So for people listening and watching, you everyone must know that you 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 say that because you live in Liverpool. So you for home games, you've got to come down the M62, aren't you? Yes. So yeah, on a Saturday, I've got to get past the. Uh, Trafford Centre. Yeah. So nightmare. It's either Trafford Centre or I've got to come all the way other, around the other way and go down the M56 and stuff and go past the airport. So the M62. But that's that's actually that's obviously the M60 going past the Trafford Centre, but I've still got to try and get there. So yeah, yeah. M62 yeah. in the fucking reses, it's a shit motorway. Right, you can have that. You can have it. <laughs> well you have that one. Mine this week is and some people have commented it already. It's the Blossoms Pub. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so th- there's a, there's a, there's a couple of things to this, isn't there? There's not only the original tweet. Yep. That that we've got a Wales flag up. If oh Ryan, is it Ryan Reynolds? Ooh, 
Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, come and have a beer if you if you yeah, yeah. 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 And, and then, then and then the backlash. backlash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the backlash. All the like, all the county fans just going, "Fuck off! You've lost business. You're going to be an empty yeah. pub. We're never drinking there again." I mean, I, I don't know how many uh, did he get a lot of people going in there before games. I don't know if the know, if he did know. historically or not. Obviously, yeah, I know they... that's where two or three of the Blossoms band started. That's why they're called the Blossoms. Yeah, yeah. They were behind the bars and glass collecting and stuff there, didn't they? But oh, yeah, yeah that's right. the yeah, yeah, that's why they're called the Blossoms because of that pub. Right. But yeah, then the backtracking saying, "Oh, nobody realised it was actually a joke because we've got a Wales flag up for the rugby for world the rugby cup. world cup." <laughs> yeah, no, that's like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. The, and the barmaid had me homework as well. Yeah, the, the barmaid fancies Ryan Reynolds, so that's why yeah. she wanted she wanted him to come in. I am not having any of that. Um, so yeah, there's a few here. Ian Dowden, Blossoms Pub in the Reses. Blossoms yeah. Pub it is then the Phony Pond. Pretty sure Darren Bowden as well. Blossoms in the Reses. Yeah, we're all we're all having that. Yeah. Um, Loving it. Um, cool. Let's think about wrapping up, actually, because we're an hour and ten. Uh, just to repeat that I said at the start of the show, um, don't forget Chelwood Food Bank Plus are going to be there on the grassy knoll before the match, collecting donations, food bank donations. Uh, serves as would Edgley and Brinney, um, along with the Olive Branch dropping on Castle Street. Um, it'll be there from 1 p.m. till 2.50. So take your stuff, drop it off, and then go and get a beer or whatever you can whatever you're doing, whatever your pre-match ritual is. Um, and just to repeat, they need full fat UHT milk, jam, tea bags, coffee, pasta, curry sauce, rice, spaghetti, biscuits, crisps, chickpeas, dried lentils, sugar, tin fruit, and cordial, cleaning toiletries, bleach, tin, foil, washing powder, mouthwash, and hair conditioner. And no, that's not my shopping list. Somebody said that before. <laughs> that's the list from um, the Chelwood Food Bank that are after donations. Um, I think it should be a reg- bit of a regular thing, to be honest. If if I'm yeah. saying that, yeah, I mean, definitely. I'm not going to do it. But, you know, <laughs> um, say that is easily saying stuff in it and then getting the volunteers and all that kind of stuff. But it'd be good if we had somewhere at county that we could just collect it throughout the week, perhaps, and then it gets collected. I don't know. I'm just uh, spitballing. If that's, does, did they say that? I think spitballing. You you say it so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pushing out ideas. There we go. Right, Waggy. Cheers for coming on, mate. Just, cheers. For, uh, thought... Oh, you've got prediction. Oh. What for Saturday? Yes, prediction for Saturday. Okay. Um. My original prediction was seven four to Wrexham, um, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not going with that. Um. Um. Just one second. Cap Allard said, is there a collection near the away end? It's just the home end, mate. Um, and it's between the Cheadle stand and the Danny Bagara stand. So the main stand and the Cheadle stand. Um, Sid- <laughs> spitballing in the residence. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I'll take that back. I meant I meant just like having ideas and throwing stuff out. Is spitballing American? Anyway, uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, actual... Um, prediction. I think I'm. I'm going to go. I'm going to go three one to us because I reckon it's tight, and that their goal will probably come first, and it'll be a set piece. Um, 
But the way okay. we played against MK Dons away on Saturday, I'm I'm pretty confident if we can do something like that, and maybe there's one or two players that have returned or 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 such, then maybe we can we we can do that. And Phony Pond agrees with me. Barry Barry Powell. Because Barry is mint. What about you? <laughs> Four two to us. Four two. Four two to us. And I think I'll I'll go and say Barry Hattrick and and uh, and Tanto for us. Barry Hattrick. Wow. Yeah. Is that? Are you I think, yeah. That? I think five in five. Five and five. And I think he's 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 fast. Uh, I think their I don't think their defense is very quick, so I think yeah. I think he'll get in behind and he'll get chances. So I think yeah, four two, Barry Hattrick. Wow! But obviously not not that I'm falling in love with a lone player. It's just because he's playing well at the minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is Powell fit? Any updates on the Powell injury? Well. Charlie said it was a bit of a knock, didn't he? And he said it was a yeah. He was hoping it was just a knock. Yeah, saw at halftime. Wait until wait until yeah. yeah. Wait until Friday and see what he says. Yeah, so we'll get that probably news on Friday. Um, and yeah, phony pond saying actually he's pad he's Madden back. Yeah, Madden's back. He was, he was on the on, bench. in the squad on Saturday. Yeah, he didn't come on, he's but he was in the yeah. squad. So yeah. If anything, it's looking positive. We've won two on the bounce away from home, and we go into the um, the situational adversaries derby. Yeah, I, I think as well. Listening to Tim, the way he's saying, you know, they should have beat these, they should have beat these, but they've only got draws. And by the sounds of it, they've they've only got. I know they they, they like a late goal. I don't want it to be. 2-1 to us or 2-2 going into like the 85th minute because I've got the feeling that they'll, you know, they'll put more pressure on us than the MK Dons did Yeah. in the, in the last game. Um, so yeah, I think we've, I think we've got a chance and to say good atmosphere, four sides of the pitch with County fans, all of us cheering and stuff like that. I think, yeah, create a good atmosphere and yeah, 4-2. Yeah. Nice. Right. Well, We'll leave that there then. Four two it is. Um, cheers for coming on. Cheers to everybody for listening. Please do like and subscribe if you're watching uh, back on YouTube or if you're watching now. Um, and if you're listening back to us on an audio player, please do like, uh, rate and review. I don't think you can like on an audio player, but rate and viewers and set your notifications and all those things. Um, and we will see you. Well, we'll definitely be in the courtyard on Saturday. We'll be in the courtyard. Yep. Um, for the match and yeah hopefully we're looking at three points um so cheers everybody and see you next week Ta-da. cheers thank you
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.